0: Oh man, why am I doing this? It can't be normal. The effects of grief, which are covered in the last episode, are overwhelming your system. And on top of that, there are things that make you feel like you are going crazy while grieving. Today we're going to talk about what some of those things are and what will help. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggle to breathe, question God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again but God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough so if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing then bring your ugly cry get into a comfortable place even if that's your bed right now and let the healing begin girl there's hope for your future Come on back in the house and get to that couch. My voice has improved and my husband and I are thankful that we are pretty much over COVID. Another week has gone by and that means you are seven more days away from the moment you lost the one you love. You know, there are times when it's going to seem like it was yesterday, no matter how long it's been. And then sometimes it feels like another lifetime ago. Last week we talked about the physical effects of grief on the body and I hope that from that podcast episode you understand that grief is not just an emotional reaction to death. It is far more complicated. We also started moving along the grief journey and today we'll talk about feeling like you're going crazy. It's one of the initial reactions but it doesn't go away quickly. Please hear me when I tell you that feeling like you're going crazy does not mean you are going crazy and I use that word because it is the word people use. It's the word I used and it's the word I used when I created the online grief support program. There's just no teasing all those emotions apart during grief so it is the catch-all for a painful overwhelm that makes you question your sanity. Jeff asked what it felt like back then and it was hard to describe but what I told him was that I felt I was being introduced to a place I never knew existed. I, for the first time in my life, understood that there was a fine line between being sane and falling into this dark abyss. It was visceral, and that feeling is why I created a non-negotiable for myself. I made myself take a shower every day, no matter how long it took to complete the task. Some days it was all day, until I got into the shower. That feeling of standing on the edge of a dark hole made me go to a grief group when I'm really not comfortable in large groups. So I want us to go through some of the things that might be happening to you right now to make you feel that way and talk about how to make you feel less crazy. All right, so let me know if you're dealing with any of these things. Do you still hear them talking in the house? Do you pick up the phone and call them like you used to? Or do you still expect them to walk through the door at any minute and you catch yourself talking to them as if they were there? All of those things are normal, but they are confusing and not usually something we want to share with others. However, I promise if anyone has gone through a loss and the grief process, they totally get it. Something else that's going to make you feel weak or like you're going crazy are the amount of tears. You expect tears with grief, but good gosh, I never expected to cry rivers of them. I thought I would have to run out at some point, but they just kept coming. Years back, I used to think that crying was a sign of weakness, and I did my best for the first 30 plus years of my life not to cry, even watching the chick flicks or the emotional movies. But when Monica died, I think I made up for all those years. I cried more than I didn't, and I cried every day for almost two years. I cried in the house, in the shower, which, by the way, is an awesome place for the ugly cry. I cried in the car, hand over mouth, and at restaurants when I ate out with friends. I was dealing with something so much bigger than me that I no longer cared where I cried or who saw me. Girl, that's freeing. (laughs) So our verse for the day speaks to that. In Psalms 56, 8 to 11, it says, You have counted my tossings, Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. In the Lord, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid. You know, he keeps count of the amount of tears. Not just from today or when you lost your loved one, but from your day one. That's amazing to me. In the beginning, that verse wasn't as comforting as it was later on. But really, nothing is. And I have a really nice tip for you. If you're doing a lot of crying right now and you haven't (laughs) found the right tissue... Oh, you're going to thank me for this. Let me tell you, this tissue is awesome. It doesn't leave those white specks on your face. It's soft for repeated use, but it's strong, so it's not going to fall apart. It, my friend, is Viva Paper Towel. My previous pastor gave me a sheet as I sat on her couch crying, and it made me smile because I had the answer to something. It was a little win. And here's another thing. That's going to make you think you're a little crazy. You know, you've been praying for the day you don't cry. You've looked forward to that milestone in your healing. And after a year, talking about my timeline, you start thinking it's never going to happen. And that you are doomed to a life full of unwanted tears. Yeah, I, I really did think that. Then, when you finally have a day that you don't cry, or God forbid you actually laugh for the first time, whew, Well, you end up crying because you didn't cry. And then you feel like you're leaving your person behind. Like you're forgetting them. We're going to cover the guilt and irony and all that in a future episode. But for you to combat the am I going crazy feeling, it's important for you to understand the grief process better. And you can do that through this podcast or a grief group or just talking with a coach or a counselor. If you understand what you're walking through, you'll be reminded that you aren't alone and you'll have support in whatever form works for you to take the necessary steps to heal. Monica spent the last 12 days of her life in our local hospice house. And as a side note, if you have ever dealt with hospice, you know how amazing the service, the people, and the support are. Anyway... About five days into being there, our friend Trish, who's a nurse, sat with me and said, I need to tell you what's going to happen at the end, so you'll be prepared. I felt like a hollow vessel. I was tired, I was worn out, and a part of me wanted nothing to do with that information. But the other part of me knew it would help me be prepared. Trish told me about some of the physical changes to look for including that gut-wrenching gurgle, or what they call the death rattle. I thought I was going to throw up. And for a moment, I was mad at her for telling me. But Monica did make those sounds, and had I not known what it meant, I would have absolutely freaked out. It's the same for your grief process. There are things I share that you may not want to hear, but it's going to help you be prepared, and it will help you heal. And let the tears flow. It's healthy and it's healing. And remember that Jesus wept too. Don't bottle them up to make others feel more comfortable. Real friends don't care. All right, so your journey works for today, or your work that you need to do for your journey are number one, go buy you some Viva paper towel. Seriously, it's awesome. Number two, Oh, but you got to get the right kind. you got to get the original kind, the soft kind. All right, number two, meditate on that verse of the day. Be reminded that God loves you, that he cares about your pain. So, yes, pray, read, and rise. And number three, email me. The email link is below. One word to describe your day today. So, go buy some Viva, meditate on the verse of the day. And email me one word to describe your day today. Keep on coming back to the house. Keep sitting on the couch. And keep taking those small steps towards your healing. Thank you for being here today. For showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.